Friends, fellows of all colours and creeds, welcome back to Cerulea. A wild world of adventure under a multicoloured sky. I, as always, am your humble dungeon master, Damien. What did you just call Ashcroft? yourself? A humble. Hung, hum, no, I said humble. <laughs> Sorry. I was. I, this is why I never wanted to call myself humble. Um, <laughs> I also had hung balls. Yeah, he's got. He's hung and he's got balls. That's what your name is now. That's that's me. Humble. Uh, I'm joined also by Elizabeth Savage. Greetings and salutations. Carolina Furman. What up? And Ashley Bletchenden. We. Uh, three brave heroes in a marvellous city in the middle of a festival. Would you all like a recap on last week? Yeah, that was Take a good it away. episode. Let's do it. We started our show last week with a split party in the villainous lair of the Violet Monk and the Rat Brigade. The young, precocious halfling rogue Elsie, clutching the House Heartfire Warhammer, uh, observed this shantytown full of vagabonds and mysteriously transformed rat people. Yeah, Meeting an acquaintance, I won't say friend, um, Wendell the Shit, I believe yeah, is his I, name. I think she referred to him as the Wendell the Little Shit. Wendell the Little Shit, uh, having been turned into a rat person somehow. Our friend Timothy the Violet Monk offered her an intriguing opportunity to join mm. the rebellion, find a family amongst the uprising of the lower classes. And then she went and touched the giant glowing orb, which was obviously very dangerous. Yeah, when you see something dangerous and big, you just got to touch it, right? You just got to touch it. She felt a mysterious energy. The strange amulet bearing odd symbols in her pocket burned as she touched it. But before anything else could happen, Peter Piper, our gnomish friend, showed up and whisked her away. Not before. Not, Not before. before. A little gubbin, doodad. Um, what's that a word lever? everyone's using for the uh, dongle? A thingamawatchit? A dongle was stolen, but a lever indeed. From the machine yeah. of the giant violet orb. We also, on the other side of the city, saw our pie shop owner, Mrs. Mugwort, and our paladin in training, mitochondria at the house heart fire, gearing up, getting ready to go on a brave and bold rescue mission to go back to the site of Peter Piper's mansion, rescue totally a few honorable, people from the fire. Um, very honourable. You were just going to toss some kobolds over the side and hope that they pulled people out of the wreckage. And, That's what they're for. And unfortunately, after having a bit of a rest and getting ready and flying over the city, your house servant Quincy, due to pilot error, exploded the furnace that pilots the balloon, causing a tremendous crash, mitochondria in a heroic effort to steer the balloon in a more helpful trajectory, jumped out and just plummeted, basically. Thought she could just pull just pull it the other way. Yeah, pull it the other way and just fell down and nearly died. Escaped death by a fraction. Mrs. Mugwort crashed down. You guys are in the marketplace. However, mitochondria near death with her world darkening, felt a strange pink glow and a heavy set of wings and a soft voice telling her it was not yet time as she was revived all of a sudden by a cleric of hearts who happened to be one of Mrs. Mugwort's children, Tobias Mugwort, the newly trained cleric of Magenta. And that kid has promise. Yeah. As you guys came back together to observe the wreck of your balloon, Elsie and... Peter Piper emerged from the sewer, uh, quite happily and coincidentally, bringing you all back together. And that is where we are now. It's 3 a.m. Anybody with any sense or sensibility is at home. The place is just full of drunks and quite on fire. Drunks and fire. 
The house caught fire balloon has crashed into another building, say with a shop or an apartment above it, and that's spreading. Uh, you have possibly a couple of dozen bystanders who have run to the thing and a few more are waking up. Just in the Saturday night for me. And you guys are on the scene. What to do? Am I still berating the, the corpse of Quincy? Yeah, where, or where are we? I would say. Yeah. So this is happening. Mrs. Mugwort is in front of the charred, deceased kobold Quincy. I'm going to check our state of affairs. So there were four other kobolds in the basket with you guys. Crashing into a building and everything exploding is pretty much certain death for a kobold who only has like five hit points. I'm what's, gonna a, what's a co- kobold? Kobold is like a little dragon person. They're like, imagine like a halfling is to a normal person, but a kobold is to a dragonborn. So they're little skinny, narrow mouth, yip yippy kind of creatures. Uh, and they're basically Fun. kept as slave uh, slave race for the dragonborn. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's all great. It's all they're fine. little enemies. I'm going to roll four dexterity saves for the kobolds who were in the balloon when it went down. A natural 20 is the only thing that'll keep them surviving and questionable. I want Quincy to be alive so I can... Quincy's, oh, Quincy's very dead. Is he I Quincy already is rolled profoundly for him last dead. He was, he was so fun. I think he was I'm like berating his corpse. Yeah, I yeah, kind of want to call it One of his eyes stomping on his is head. kind of like boiling out of its socket. Nice. Um, Unfortunately, well, all those two, two 18s is pretty good. None of those are nat 20s, so... The, okay. they dead. The house servants are dead. well and truly dead. Good fuckers. Uh, so you guys are all sort of together within sight and earshot on the street at the very edge of the saddle. Can I can I just go full mom on Elsie and like, where have you been? Are you okay? What? Why do you have this? What's going on? Oh, um, I'm sorry to have caused any distress. I was, um, I mean, I've had quite a crazy night. Uh, so too, by the looks of you, of you, are you all right? You look rather uh, injured. <laughs> I just literally fell out of the sky. I was in uh, a hot air balloon with uh, mitochondria. We were going up to, we were flying across to the um, uh, to the No Rave, Ohio. And at this point, I like noticed that Peter Pipe is there, and I'm like, "Oh, hi, hey, you're not, you're still alive. Cool." Yeah, that's right. I actually was that lead I was going to follow. I actually found Elsie. Fancy seeing you guys here. Um, and then we were in the hot air balloon, and uh, one of the the kobolds, I don't remember his name, he uh, sabotaged the, um, the the hot air balloon, and mitochondria tried to do something heroic, and it did not work. Where, where is mitochondria? At this point, you hear a cry, of Mrs. Mugwort, that you immediately recognise, young yeah, boy. Yeah, fucking pricks! I'm gonna get you. Mom, are you okay, Mom? <laughs> and you see your son and mitochondria running up. Oh, I like tackle my son in a hug. Ooh. And like, what what else he got in terms of like mothering? He gets like a hundredfold. He's like, I saved the champion. I see she fell out of the sky, and I was just like, heal, and it did. It was great. I am, I am so proud of you. I am so proud of you. You are. You know what? The next week, you get to choose what cookies I bake. Oh, macadamia cookies. Oh, there are people in that house, I think. Um, mitochondria, since you're the one who owns the balloon, I want you to roll to see if anybody has been crushed and killed in this accident that, while you have not caused, you are possibly responsible for. So... Am I rolling? That was a snort. A D20 will do it. On less than a five, there was somebody in the house. It's like one of these shops with an apartment above. On less than a ten, somebody is injured. But over a ten, you are lucky and nobody else was hurt. All right. Here we go. 
That would be ten. Ten. Spot on. There is somebody screaming out from one of the bedroom windows that is intact with a bit of smoke and fire. There's an elven woman going, help, get me out of here. Um, all right, mitochondria at this point in time, before she notices this happening, yeah. is pretty pissed off, really. <laughs> like, I'm going to get to the closest fucking dragon piece of shit that was a lot. How dare my servants do this to me? I'm stomping on this corpse and I'm really pissed off. I'm kicking his head in. I'm really raging on the corpses right now. I'm jumping up and down. At this yeah. point, does mitochondria know it was intentional or does she just think it's wild incompetence? I assume that means a wisdom check? Uh, yeah, please make an insight check. Insight? Ha! Yeah, no, she rolled a four. Yeah. So- the, <laughs> the trick here is that you rolled a nat 20 on your perception check to see Quincy fuck up the balloon. Yeah. So you saw him do it. You don't necessarily twig to the fact that it was intentional. That there was motive involved. It's certainly possible that you believe he just fucked up. Fucking incompetent yeah. servants. I mean, I can I can tell her, like, straight away, like, no, no, old mate was, like, revolutionary, like, lame shit going on here. <laughs> and, and I would be really interested in knowing that if I wasn't too absorbed in, you know, punching the shit out of the cops. Oh, and I have no interest in talking to you right now. I am I'm raging. I'm so mad at you because in my head, this is your fault. Like, your servant is the one that went... That's an interesting interpretation, but you and I were going to have to duel this out while I'm getting the eyeball off my toe. Mitochondria, sorry to interrupt, but um, uh, you kind of look like you're on the edge of life, so I feel like, can you please stop using all your energy yelling? Look at you! You're alive and well! Look at you, you little sprite! I'm worried for your welfare. Can I grab her by the head, I roll and scrap her around and give her cuddles. Hello, you little cutie. I haven't seen you for a long time. How did you survive all this? I think I'm doing a little better than you. That's all I can say. It's just a, uh, it's just a ding. It's do you want to take a, take a seat? Maybe. It's a mere scratch. A little seat. A little seat. Yeah, just right here. Just on the I am feeling a little bit woozy considering can I'm on water. Minus 36 right now. Yeah, you are literally a hit point. Are you actually speaking a little like, eh, I'm going to get you. I'm, 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 get you. I'm actually, you know, I, I, I use a lot of energy. Yeah, just full adrenaline. Yeah. Piper's like, hang on, lady, I'm coming. Uh, Piper rolls a nat one and just like <laughs> tries to climb up the wall and just completely beefs it. Um, yeah. So I noticed that that, that is happening. Yeah. And with my, what, leftover four strength. Can four, I four just hit cut in left? and give you an invigorating juice, which will um, give you... 1d8 temporary hit points. Oh, so I love that. So Thank you won't die. 1d8. Yeah. Oh, good That's idea. Mind. So I've got three. <laughs> so <laughs> now you're on actually four hit points. I'm on four hit points, people. That's a bit more than you had before. Is there a drain pipe nearby? Do I? They just came I... out of the manhole, yeah. So, I, no, no. can I see how to get to the woman? Oh, you can climb the woman? Yeah. The woman who's the, screaming the at the top. There's oh, a lady in the house. An outdoor one. She's on, like, one of the edges of the house. You could definitely climb up the corner. Uh, there's a bit of a window still and a ledge you could leap to. Do I do an athletics roll for that? Absolutely. Okay, I'm going to do an athletics roll now that I've I've got that four hit points. I see her and I go, you know what? That was probably a little bit of PR that my family could use right now, Sue. I rolled 20. Gentle heart fire crest. 
in the burning building. Very nice. And Nat 18. Nice. And what was it? What was I rolling for? Athletics. Athletics, which is plus four. Nice. Cool. On a 22, you absolutely vault past Piper. You get up to the window. This lady's like, help me, champion. Just leaps immediately into I your arms. I gotcha. I gotcha. Come here. Now, please roll again to dismount. Oh, crap. <laughs> Gravity works. <laughs> Um, 16. Hell yeah. yeah He's such you. a bad look and he just like took two steps and then <laughs> fell over and like <laughs> crushed her. <laughs> You deftly let yourself down at a pace that you won't take falling damage and you have saved this lady. She's like, oh, thank you, you're my hero. Whoever did such a terrible thing to my house that I needed saving in the first place? She, like, looks around and there's, like, the hard fire and she yeah. can see it. She's like, Giant oh. Giant hard fire she has, like, a matching one over her as well. Um, so I, I, I embrace the woman. Yeah. And uh, I take the obviously burning and scattered cloak that is on my... That happens to have the family crest. I said, yeah. Thank you very much, lady. Oh, you're very, very welcome. And just remember, in during the council meeting, that uh, Castle Heart Fire saved your life. Can you make a persuasion check just to check her reaction? 11, 13, 14. Okay, cool. She's like, oh, that's... Oh, thank you so much. I'll remember this is wonderful. I hope... How'd your balloon... At this point, some guards are showing up as well. It's like, hey, stop, what's going on over there? Uh, a couple of dwarven guards come running up the street towards you guys. Of course, there's quite a commotion. Can I roll to see if any of them are my children? Uh, yes, you can. Um, uh, D20? D20, 16 or higher. It's a five. They're it's not a my five. kids. These ones aren't your kids. They can't all be my kids. Yeah. One of them does, however, recognise you goes, oh, that's mitochondria heart fire. That's... Fuck, miss, what happened to your balloon? Um, I'm afraid that uh, the usual incompetence of servants has raised its ugly head yet again. Oh, and uh, my driver has managed to cause this ruckus. Right, right. Well, the water, the pipe's in the sewer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Some guy grabs a bucket and just, like, there's a sewer main right there. They sort of lower it down. There's a bit of a running pipe. They can get some water going. There's a bit of a bucket chain happening. And they try to get the fire under control. Is anyone helping? Nice. Peter Piper's into it. He's like... He's into everything, that guy. Yeah, he's a really active dude. Well, of course I'm in. Nice. I'll help. And my son is also helping. Absolutely. Because he does what I tell him to do. Cool. Make some checks. You can make any ability roll you think will serve to help you guys put out a raging fire. I think athletics will be appropriate because it's like lifting water and throwing it. Even mental-based checks like insight will help you pick the right spots. Can I use um, my constitution? In what way? Um, what I feel like I'm play? I'm coordinating because I'm used to like I'm used to handling like busy intense kitchens. So Long I'm like, check. no, you do this. You, you know, okay. pass yeah. water here. Fuck, I'm organized. Absolutely. It. Yeah, I can make a flat constitution check. Oh, it's a, it's a fucking two. Ah. Plus five. five. You go here. So it's a solid this. seven. It's a solid seven. Unfortunately, you're a bit tired. tired and you keep telling people to, like, put water in a place that doesn't help. Mitochondria, what do you got going on? I rolled an 11 on an intimidation check, which is plus four. Nice. So 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. And I am going to try and convince everyone through my intimidation to get the fuck out of the way or help. Nice. Yeah, you round up a bunch of the less falling over themselves drunks are like, yeah, let's help the champion. Fucking <laughs> it's a story. Um, you got the guards going on. Uh, is Elsie trying to do it? Can I do an insight check so I can figure out like how to best put out the fire? Yeah, sure. I've got a six plus four. No, three. Sorry. Plus three. No. Ten. Yeah, not very good. Not insightful. If you haven't put, put out enough fires. You should put, fires, put water on the hot bits. <laughs> put water on the hot bits is about yeah, the yeah. extent. I was going to say put hot water on 
Piper's gonna do very much kind of the same thing. He's like, that's actually a good idea. I, I rolled a four. Um, he's not doing very well. The guards are gonna make two rolls and get a 13 and a 17. So with mitochondria rousing the locals, uh, you guys are able to stop this thing from spreading and more or less get it under control. And at about 3.30, everything kind of calms down. Uh, you notice as you look over the hill, you can kind of see Piper's house from this side as well. And also out there, things have calmed down. That doesn't seem to be any more immediate danger. I'm going to crawl on my hands and knees back up home and go to bed. Nice. Yeah, I'm just going to sleep in a corner somewhere. Just cool. on, oh, this, on the I've street. I've got a bunk bed. You can come and join me. That sounds great. I've never been in a bed before. Don't steal anything, you fucking scump. Me? Steal? Never. Bat, 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 bat. Uh, uh I'm still livid at mitochondria. So even though don't break up the party, I kind of just want to, like, go home. So, like... For sure. I'm just going to, like, get Tobias, because I'm assuming, like, I'm just going to, like, Tobias. Yeah, still just, here. Just, just get me home. Like, get me to your place. Like, I need to sleep, but I don't want to be near this yeah. fucking dragonborn. I'm so mad at her. He's like, yeah, of course, I've got a... I've actually... I mean, we kind of go in the same way, because I live near the church now, and that's up near mitochondria's yeah. house but uh yeah we'll we'll go to my place and then you can see the shop in the morning um it's gonna sound kind of horny but can i lay hands on myself you can absolutely lay hands excellent on can i lay hands on you myself can give yourself please. all of those hit points back <laughs> what's that mean i'm healing myself Fair. i just really want to have a long rest yeah. <laughs> a just long rest will it. also fully regenerate your hit points you guys but i'm home i'm comfortable yeah. and you know on the I, way you sort of like your legs cramping up good. and you give yeah. yourself some of those juicy juicy paladin's hit points yeah no lay on hands is now masturbation on my mind because while we're like the goddess walking. of love is very into self-care <laughs> thank you while we're walking some of the way together i'm talking to my son and i'm making really like <laughs> i'm having really pointed conversation about treating your servants <laughs> right uh-huh. and showing respect to everyone and actually demonstrating good qualities rather than just you know looking good and if mitochondria could hear this which she can't but if she could <laughs> she would come back with well I'd treat servants better if they were better servants. Can I tell Mitochondria at this point that it was intentional <laughs> that Quincy Absolutely. was like... I'm, I'm not in hearing range. I'm, I'm you guys, No, we're walking together. Walking. Oh, are we? Yeah, because oh, okay. we're going partially the same way. Oh, we, okay, okay, we are having conversations. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you take so about I want, 20 minutes walking together and then you separate okay. at the yeah, last Yeah, because I'm going to my, my son's house. Right, cool. So I want to like tell you and like after presumably this whole conversation where I'm like being really like bitchy a little bit passive aggressive oh like absolutely also aggressive. remember that you're delirious so it's like all just like jumbled up words you're like you know you be a no good to the servant if you're yeah, are we still the- high yeah uh i think the They're adrenaline rush has sobered you up a little adrenaline. bit at this point well, and i have a really good constitution so i was barely high to begin with <laughs> so i was solid. pretty good she's a solid lady i want to try to be like you know it wasn't an accident what you're kidding no because you because you, you left left the hot air balloon before <laughs> i did and i, I tried was a little bit busy at the time tried to talk to quincy and tried to convince him to do something to stop the descent of the balloon and he called out in the name of some revolution it was intentional i don't think the fact no that the hot on. air balloon really? why would i lie about this I don't know, but my brother's... I'm sorry, I cannot accept that my brother would be involved with anything like this. 
Well, I'm not necessarily saying that he was involved in trying to kill you, but I think the fact that a kobold, your kobold servant, tried to assassinate us and your brother burned down our, our gnome friend's house tonight, like, that's not a coincidence. Look, think well, it about... Was, it, was a rushed, it was a rushed moment and we were all really high in a drill and I was flying like a kite and you, you were probably yelling and he was yelling and you probably misunderstood the conversation as you were I flying to your death. I have 40 children. I am very accustomed to very loud circumstances and I have very, very good hearing. So when I tell you that I heard your kobold yelling that he was doing it for the benefit of some revolution. I, I don't know how your brother is involved. Maybe uh, maybe it's gotten out of hand. Maybe he started off doing one thing that he thought would be better for the city, and then there are other forces at play who are uh, manipulating him. Oh, aye. Uh, maybe, that's probably it, actually. Yeah, maybe he's, maybe he's completely innocent, but I, I think that if we don't investigate further then your family name could be in risk of being damaged like even if your brother is completely innocent in all of this imagine how it will look if the people of the city find out that he's been involved in some kind of revolution destroying houses of reputable citizens and no, burning you're, down you're totally right and i've got to protect ambulance. my family name i've got to find i've got to get to the bottom of this we, and make sure that my brother is not uh being manipulated by uh, evil forces uh, excuse me i don't mean to interrupt but i might have some information that might help you Oi. uh so earlier i was in an underground lair and um well, your brother was there with a sort of strange group of people and a giant orb, which I touched. An orb? An orb. <laughs> I touched it. You touched it? You, you I touched, touched the orb. orb. Peter Papa goes, yeah. I was, I was, I actually, I went after I left you guys. No, Peter didn't realize By the way, still I've there, been sorry. following you guys. I just saw Peter. I'm just kind of hanging out. He's homeless. Can I'm he come to your bunk bed? Well, he can, but he's not sharing a bed with me. He's going to have to cuddle up with you. No worries. Hey, look, you know, I'll probably just, like, I can hang out in the kitchen. I'm sure your parents, like, aren't too happy about having a, a oh, gnome socialite oh, he hanging can, around. Oh, he can come to my son's house. You know and my what? son's just like... You guys... Hell yeah, I'll do that. I wouldn't want to impose, you know, I know how your dad, like he's a, I respect your dad, but he's a bit old fashioned, you know what I mean? Oh, he is. He is. Yeah. Do you think your dad would like a street urchin like me though? Uh, Yeah, he doesn't come into my room. He doesn't like the posters. You've got that rascal element going on though. It makes you very likable. I am very likable. That's it. Well, I've obviously got a lot to contemplate. Tell you what, let's, yeah, let's get a bed and. Yes, let's. I need to sleep. I can't think right there. Elsie's still carrying around the warhammer yes my arms are very Has sore country oh, would, would you like your it's warhammer back oh look at that you're holding my warhammer that's three times your size would you like me to take that off yes, your hands my for? arms are now actually bigger than my legs because i've <laughs> developed <laughs> muscles <laughs> so i'm just this really I'm, I'm this really like buff <laughs> buff to upper top just i forgot uh, leg day she forgot leg day <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, thank you very much. Uh, where did you get this from? Oh, it's a long story involving some some dicks. Uh, <laughs> all right, you guys get home. Take a short rest. What I think is funny as well is that we're walking back with all these people and my son's just oh, there being like... We slept, right? What's going yeah. on? We're just revisiting the moment. Oh. Your son's like, this is exciting. 
what's my mom gotten into when he keeps like asking being like no Tobias will talk to you yeah later. you were talking about like random revolutions and being at gnome rays and he's probably like this is all really awkward but also it's more awkward if I ask so I'm just gonna like, I don't want to know like it's like uh, you never ask your parents like yeah. if like about their sex life because you just don't want to know it's like well <laughs> if it's a sex thing I don't I don't want to no. know if it's it's a sex thing you were heathen <laughs> what were you doing at this gnome rave, mother? What were you mother? doing at this gnome? So, happens to me all the time. Why do you, you how do you know the horniest gnome in town? In separate locations. I'm going to start over at Mitochondria's place. Who is distracted because she's been having funny dreams. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Funny dreams? Well, she seems to recall that there was a moment in a balloon when yeah. she felt like this funny fluttering feeling in her heart and she thought she could call something or pull something or hear something as she was falling. And then, like, this kid who's, like, been a priest for 30-odd seconds or so puts his hands on me and there was this creature who was in this dim kind of dreamlike state and made me feel all oozy and lovey-dovey and... I know, I'm really confused. Nice. It's a confusing time. Uh, mitochondria, I want you also to make me an insight check based on the events. Oh, nat 20. Shit. Shit seen through walls. Give you something. Give something away. So Mugwort, as you guys were walking home, has kind of told you what's been going on with Quincy. Elsie, as you guys were walking home and probably while you were going to bed, was telling you all about the cistern. Timothy, like, giving this rousing speech to undo the upper class and sort of not be pushed around and told what's what anymore. Um, and this strange violet orb and all of these potential sort of secondary colour dark gods that people are worried about. And as you're sort of dreaming and having these weird visions, you also have a bit of a flashback, a memory of the day you were first going to have your night training when the master at arms of the house was like going to teach you how to swing a weapon and it was a very exciting day for you so you were very wrapped up in yourself but you did see and you thought it was weird at the time but again you brushed it off and ran to training timothy and quincy i want to contextualize quincy as a kobold who has not been an adult your whole lives he's actually almost essentially someone you grew up with almost like a whipping boy you know he's maybe a couple of years older than you and you're only a couple of years older than timmy and poor blight got punished anytime i did something wrong yeah or Timothy as the wayward child as well. So he and Tim were often kind of close and you kind of noticed that day as you were running across the courtyard to go to the armory to train with the master, Quincy and Timothy kind of like talking and just holding hands. And you were like, ah, oh, yeah, never mind. And you kept running. But that occurs to you as you wake. Right. Well, that was some insight I didn't welcome. Elsie, you awake for the, probably the first time in your almost memory in an actual bed. Yeah. It's very fluffy. It's almost too fluffy. Huh? I feel like I'm in a cloud, levitating above the ground, and I'm so comfortable. Yeah, well, you can stop levitating a little bit. You're kicking my bed. Uh, sorry, I didn't realise my legs could reach, but <laughs> I'm glad they could. I love what you're jumping. I'm jumping up and down and being like, what are this, this magic, this magic uh, bouncy cloud bed? Bouncy cloud. I love it. At that point, the horn Break of the morning place. sounds. <laughs> sounding uh, 6.30, sunrise. And there is a sound on the door, rather heavy one. Mitochondria, you come out here right now. Da, 
Daddy, daddy, um, I, I, um, I just got to get dressed with you. Dinner, keep me waiting now. Come on, Elsa, Elsa, just, just hide under that blanket with you. Hide. Okay, okay, I'm hiding. Uh, hiding a, noise. Make a stealth roll for yeah, Elsie. Sure. Hiding noise. In my head, you are like going to hang out the window while you're like fingertips. <laughs> eleven. Nice. Uh, eleven ain't great, but this is a pretty good environment to hide in, right? Yeah. Where are you hiding? I just put a book, a really big book, over me. <laughs> <laughs> She's sitting on top of this giant bed that you could hide under, and just like book. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, like, even a lamp it's like shape. a giant like uh do you have a spell book yeah oh i'm sure there's some yeah. family you know how they have like really big spell books and if you like open it up it like covers most of my body and I it's put like my, a tome put, of like yeah. gladiators you know it's like it's almost a picture book and i just of, like, like put my feet the under ring. the under the blanket yeah, and the nice. rest of me is covered in this book fuck yeah nice um so i grab my robe and i'll run to the door as yes daddy what can i do you open up and it's like would you care to explain why i had to wake up an hour ago and deal with a rather should I say agitated elven maid whose house has been crashed into by the house heart fire balloon? Daddy, I did I did try to warn you that, you know, it's not it's not the best thing not to let your children know how to drive because I was relying on Quincy to drive the balloon and frankly the phoenix was burned and it didn't come back this time. I can see that, I can see that. I'm way Miffed. I know I gave you the run of the place. Quincy but it's was just... driving, Daddy. Well, it's not wouldn't... my fault. I mean, why didn't you take the balloon if you couldn't drive the balloon? I was, in fact, tell you what, thanks to your championship, I was going to give you your first driving lesson oh, this morning, I... but I guess it's a little late. Daddy, it's not my fault. I had to get to the people as fast as I could. It was an emergency. I admire your tenacity, but it's just, it's so unlike, I mean, Quincy's driven the balloon a whole bunch, so I'm trying to wonder how such an expert has crashed such a balloon. It's not I taught him myself. It's not mine to answer, Daddy. It's, it's not. I'm. I can't. I don't suppose you know where Quincy is either. It's. He's kind of. My like, Chamberlain didn't come home last night either. The, I woke up with a bedpan full of piss. Yeah. He, well, he's. He's. They're a little bit smeared on the floor. Oh, they're. They're a little bit jam at the moment. I'm sorry. Like smears, really like on the floor. A little bit. Just How many did you take? Five. Five servants. My God. <sighs> I didn't do it, Daddy. Gentle. It was Quincy. I didn't do it. And frankly, I suggest that you talk to Timothy because there's been... I s- would love to talk to Timothy, but he's also gone. I believe I tasked you with bringing him to heal. I don't suppose you'd find him. No, frankly, I was too busy scaling windows so that I could save the family name and meanwhile, a citizen of the province. Right, right. Well, you saved one person. I've got to give you credit for that, at least. Thank you, Daddy. But a balloon crashed. No, Timothy. I'm not responsible for that. At this moment, Elsie can't take the injustice any longer. She leaps out from under the board and says, Excuse me, sir. I'll have you know, your son, Timothy, is leading a group of bad people to do bad things. I know, because I saw a giant orb and I touched it. I touched the orb. You you touched the orb? You touched the orb. It wasn't my orbs, Daddy. It wasn't. Uh, Please give me a persuasion check. (laughs) Ah. 
19. Nice. So 13 plus 16. Fuck yeah, that's right. Elsie's an expert persuader. He's like, orb? What orb? It was a giant orb. Like a, like a, like a big orb. Like a big orb. (laughs) A big orb, I say. Like a marble, but shiny on the inside. And it had an energy that grew and grew inside me, and I touched it. And then... Wait, let me see. She reaches into a pocket. Here's a thingamajig from the orb. What's that? He reaches into your little hand and picks it up and goes, that's, I mean, that's some norm craft, that is. I don't know what's going on here, but. A what, what? It's norm, like it's normish. You a see norm? The little, like, no, I, I mean, say normal. Orb. All right, all right. Mother hell. Come down to the table and tell me everything, all right? Uh, can I come too, Daddy? Yes, you can come too, right? Uh, we're going to cut over to Mrs. Mugwort. You wake up. Um, your son, being a new cleric, has kind of got a abbey quarters. So it's like it's a, it's a pretty minor kind of place, but he's got a little... A single couch. bed. Um, yeah, bed single bed, which, of course, you're in. He's kind of curled himself up on the couch. Piper's found a nice spot on the floor, a little mat. He's kind of rolled his sick combat suit onesie up into a little pillow. So he's naked? He is naked. He's got a blanket on, you know. He's like, he's really good at doing that whole sort of towel up thing. I wonder, did he, did he do that while we were like still all asleep and like having a, like a nightcap? Or was Probably he just not. like, we were mid-conversation he was like, gotta, free, it out. gotta free the boys. <laughs> They've been trapped for hours. It's swampy down here. In the morning you're like, oh, Piper, uh, have you got a wand in under there with you? Oh, oh no, sorry. Sorry I asked. <laughs> Didn't know he went back with a can Candlestick? Oh no. You sort of wake up groggily. I mean, it's been a hell of a night for you, but the smell of eggs on the on a fire wakes you up. Uh, did my did my son cook for me before? Tobias is up in the kitchen, oh. uh, frying up some eggs. Oh, he's like real close to the top. He's if got not a fresh loaf top. of bread out. I'm gonna do something real radical. I'm gonna like hug my son. I'm gonna give him like a good, like a proper oh. hug. And like, I'm not gonna. Can, can we get it to roll for this in some way? Just because I think it'll be hug. funny. Yeah. Like it's just a D20. It's just a D20 roll for hug. It's a two. It's a real shit hug. Two, you so but it's like fun. the best hug he's had for hug. me. It's your <laughs> limp and your what legs you kind of are really tired, but he's like, Mom, what? Oh, this. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, he's supporting most of my weight, but like, we're still yeah. having a good time. Like a pat on the back. And I'm not going to like critique his cooking at all. It's oh, going to be. Oh, my God. It's going to be like, thank you, Tobias. It's really nice of you. He is. Good son. Chuffed. As a boy can be. He says, all right, mum, that was, I mean, crazy night. Like, I heard that you did pretty okay at the cooking competition. Oh, yeah, that was yesterday. Today, actually, I was, like, wondering if you want to get back to the shop because it's day two of the festival, right? Like, there's going to be a whole other thing. There's going to be the chariot race in the afternoon and, like, the big event in the stadium at dusk. So um, I've got to be at the church because uh, I'm on... Um, can I say that my initial three kids that were helping me yeah. cook are uh, at the, the be shop? On roster, absolutely, and kind of getting things ready and probably just wondering where the fuck you are, but soldiering yeah. on. Because it's not a competition, them. it's just like a normal like operating day yeah, today. Yeah, today's just an operating day. Oh, well, look, I'm going to go ahead and say that I, I, I'm in my kitchen a lot, but I'm not necessarily actively cooking every mm-hmm. day. Like, since it might be more directional and say, I'm going to let you guys run it for today. But absolutely. I. I've never done it during a festival. I've done that on like, you know, that weird gap between like Christmas and New Year's when yeah. no one knows what day it is. Like Off I'll do days. it on those days because it's like low impact because everyone else has gone away for holidays anyway. Absolutely. So it doesn't matter. But like I'm seriously considering like <laughs> yeah. letting the kids run the shop That's on like the serious. second day of the festival. And I am 
I'm like torn. So like Tobias was talking to me and I'm just standing there like silent, like thinking it all through going, do I have enough ingredients? Mm-hmm. Um, do I have to pop down there and tell them what they're doing? Cause like I would have planned out all the food absolutely, You've for, like, got ages in, ex- sure. in, in advance, but also like there's a lot of stuff that's been going on and I don't trust Timothy. And he threatened me like the day before all of this kicked off. So I know he's doing something like even, regardless of what I said to mitochondria, I know that he is planning something that's big and, bad so i'm weighing up the do i have a day where the shop isn't run perfectly versus maybe no shop anymore absolutely so um just to give you some context on the way the world is you are i want to say where do we decide your house was let's check mugwort's pies is on the gnome side so you're a bit of a ways from home probably take you hour and a half maybe two you got stubby dwarf legs although there is a there's a rail line in the middle the middle ring wall so Actually, probably less than an hour if you get a if you get the train. And there's also like essentially animal messenger post, mm-hmm. like the forest gnomes. Well, the people who would have been forest gnomes back before this place became a bustling city essentially run like a pigeon messenger service. So you can definitely get a letter home with minimal effort, so that your kids know what's up. Or you can go back and visit, and you've got the day. When here. is Tobias going to be busy from? Tobias has to say in like an hour or two go back and be the understudy of the main cleric and kind of just yeah, help. Yeah, so it's not like I can go send him to do his message. Um, it would be a stretch for him to get there and back in time. However, you know, as a man of faith and this being the god of love and compassion, if he said my mother needed my help, he reckons that the high priest would give him at the some moment leeway. I'm really distrustful of everyone who isn't like my my immediate family because yeah. there's, there's just been a lot of confusing things going on within a really short period of time so I'm going to ask Tobias if he can like because yeah. I'll like a, like a detailed letter of like this is what you do if this happens like it's a full like it's like a it's like a tome like it's thick Absolutely, cool. and i just write the whole thing out and i'm like this is what you do if this happens and these are these person people's pre- personal preferences and you have to remember to bring this delivery to like mrs abercrombie on the next street over by this time or she she'll be mad because she won't have her, pro- right. her festival dinner and like and i could s- yeah. send him out and like make sure go do this for me. orders are sorted yeah Cool. Then he can absolutely do that. You get the full list of ingredients. So, of course, the shop is possibly open in a limited capacity. You've got your stall in the stadium, which was due to be running from morning till night. And he jets off and sorts that out for you. Peter Piper's there. Oh, he's definitely my favorite son. Absolutely. Up the top, Peter Piper goes, all right, Miss Mugwort, what's what's the plan? Hey, if you're not... (laughs) Mrs. Mugwort, don't take this the wrong way, but it's exciting to see you out of the kitchen. I'm going to assume that that was a good thing that you said and not insulting in any way. Yeah, it's just you're such a woman of action and substance and you're always in your home environment. You know, I'm excited to see what you can get up to, you know. Nice recovery. Peter, before we keep talking, could you put some pants on, please? Oh, of course, of course, of course. <laughs> Sorry, it's just, you know, we gnomes are very, very liberal, especially when it comes to, you know, breakfast. Sausages oh, and eggs and everything. Sausages and eggs. Well, I understand that, you know, breakfast is a dick's out affair, but breakfast has... <laughs> Has now finished, so of course, I think dicks away. It's just, I mean, it's been a day, you know. Oh no, absolutely. So I remember last night you were talking. Uh, you were in the cat um, in the. It the, was a sister, the sister, kind of like a place where all the sewer pipes get together. A very big cavern, uh, not too far from my place. And you saw Timothy, 
there. Timothy was there for sure. And he was doing some kind of plan. He had some kind of orb. Uh, if yeah. Is there like an like a like an unseen academy equivalent in Duopolis where I can be like, we saw this weird orb. Nah. Tell us what it is with magic. There are definitely some people we can talk to. I was actually talking to Elsie about the warlocks who live on the lakes. Oh yeah, those guys. They often know some very interesting things, and I'm pretty sure, in fact, that the uh, Timothy's dealing with this violet magic. You know, and uh, mm. see, you know, the gods below. You know, the the the. Light and dark in the sky. They're all they're all the rage. We got big old churches going on to them every day of the week. There's festivals for them, but it's those, you know, the the ones below the surface that are frankly right. the really interesting ones. But I the ones they don't want us to talk about. Want to go and see these warlocks with Peter for sure. And I don't want to tell mitochondria what we're doing. Ooh, because a little bit of subterfuge. I don't trust her. I want to know what exactly is going on so I can present it to mitochondria in a way which she'll do what I want. That's good. Fact-finding <laughs> Blatantly honest, like tell it. us how you feel. I like it. So, yeah, so, I want to go with, with... And also, I don't trust... Like, I barely trust Peter, and that's only because his house got burned down. Yeah. So, and I'm not even sure that that wasn't, like, a quadruple bluff. So, <laughs> I want to go... Layers on layers. So, there are two lakes... You know, this mountain kind of cuts through this great plain, and there are kind of two lakes on either side. So there's the East Lake and the West Lake. I will say you're aware of the warlocks there. They get around. There's definitely a few that come into your shop, and they're quite partial to your pies, and they're actually quite good fishermen. Um, so they've kind of got the market cornered there. Uh, Mugwort's pies are... Like right by... like yeah. So they're by the West Bank. So I'm going to tell you, most that you know is that the West Bank warlocks wear kind of a light green, chartreuse, if you will, and the East Bank are more sort of orange-colored and a little more sardonic. The West Bank ones are a little bit intense, but they're very uh, upbeat, at least. So which faction would you like to visit? I think I would like to go see the warlocks near where I live because I'll know them better. So I'll be able to have a better conversation. Sure. And also I can like sneakily pop into my shop and like check everything's going okay. Because like in theory, I trust my kids, but also like I'm a control freak. So Absolutely. I want to like see that everything is okay. Cool. He's like, all right, let's get on it. Let's get on it. Back in the house. We assume you guys are sitting at the table with his lordship and her ladyship. You've been given quite a nice, lovely breakfast. Grapefruit, bacon and eggs. Yeah, it's all right. Fresh bread, custard. Oh, for breakfast? I've never lord's had this sluggy yellow goodness before. And having told them everything, are you holding anything back or are you just kind of like the whole story? The only part I don't tell them is about how Timothy asked if I wanted to join. Right. So I kind of, I don't tell them that I knew some of the people like Wendell, but just mainly about the orb and, and the room. And the colours and the feeling and what Timothy yes. was doing. The rat folk. Cool. So Reginald says, I'm not, this is quite an impressive story. Uh, we're not entirely sure how to go about this. I mean, Timothy's always been a bit of a wild card, but... I mean, raising a revolution and creating rat was still not sure how you expecting us to believe that he's making rat people, but I suppose it's possible. Daddy, Either way, Daddy, have you ever seen um, have you ever seen Timothy with a girlfriend? With a girl? No, really? he's always been a bit troublesome in that way. I mean, you know, a boyfriend would be fine as well. It's just of course, he's never been taken with anyone. We tried to get him going on with one of those, with one of the Sunfang daughters. You know that. Well, I would have thought that you've you, you'd have some people like 
you know, ready to be wed if we all wanted to make some allegiances. But I've never actually seen him with anyone, no. you know, elite. No, he's always, like you said, he's a bit of a roguish kid. Frankly, I've been kind of more concerned with getting him to have a reputation worth wedding to somebody, you know? Like, Why? it's a bit of a disappointment. He's always, he's always, um, oh, he's, he's always been enjoying the company of, like, the servants, don't you think? Yeah, Lucretia steps out and goes, oh, you know, he's just, he's a real intellectual, you know, he just, he quite likes his own company, and I guess the Hey, the I'm edumacated too. It's, I mean... Nobody denies that you swing a hammer most impressively. I mean, I honestly, in my time, I've been to many a match in the Great Ring. It's not like I'm not crazy about it, but tell you what, you hit that orc real hard. That was I did. very impressive, very Thank impressive. You. So, you know, it's physical intelligence, you know, versus different. I am physically intelligent. That's right. I believe they call it kinesthetic learning. I. So I'm. Um, yeah, I'm not really... I'm very confused now. <laughs> you good? <laughs> so fucking funny to me. I'm physically intelligent. I'm smart. Your body is smart. I am so smart. I am so smart. S-M-A-T. S-M-A-T. I'm S-M-A-R-T. I'm learning. We fail English. That's impossible. So, at the end of all this, he's like, right, look, at the end of the day, a whole bunch of servants have been dead. I'm going to have to replace all of those. So that's a big, it's a hit, you know, they aren't that's cheap. That's an expense. Like, they're cheap, but they're not, Quincy really knew how the house worked, you know. It's like, it's not just getting a new slave, you know, it's teaching them how we operate, you know. You've got to think of these things when you're running a household. Well, it's lucky that we're in the business then. Right. Have you ever it's thought beautiful. of maybe paying your slaves? What? That'd be ridiculous. You know, they might have their own things they want to buy. I mean, do. they live here and we feed them and they keep us company. They're always very happy. You know, Quincy is very chirpy. And they're great. They should but be grateful for having such a great house. But what, what if you never had any money to buy things with? Shouldn't you feel like if you work, you should get rewarded? They are rewarded. They're very happy here. But you get, you have money. Why yes. shouldn't they? And if they need something, I'll get it for them, won't I? Yeah, but if they don't get them whatever it. they want. Oh, my, not, not whatever they want. Well, they can't get kind of crazy ideas sometimes, you know. But she's crazy. crazy. Strange ideas. She's a street urchin. What's she oh, going to do? She's cute. She's cute. She's very cute. Look, I'm not really sure what you're... She's a strange one. Well, that's okay. I'm sorry. You don't really get it. It's different, you know, when you live up here. I'm beginning to see that, yes. Hmm. Look, look I, I know I'm not the smartest of people, but... Look, our world relies on this kind of help. You know, we wouldn't be able to function if we didn't have this kind of help around. Like, who would do the farming and who would do the serving and who would do the cleaning? We've got things to do. Hmm. And, I mean, if we need somebody a bit more capable, we'll hire an orc or an elf. But, I mean, that's a kobold, right. you know? It's like, it's they're, what they're for. They're lesser beings. That's the point. Lesser beings. Yeah, of course. You wouldn't ask a dragon to ask, like, pay you for, <laughs> like, not eating it. I don't know. What you're it's talking very about. jolly. Thanks, <laughs> it's no different. Oh, well, well cobots have kobolds. Co- kobolds. See, you can't even say, they say they're not worthy of saying the name, no, so it's fine. They have dreams and hopes and, and things they want to do just like you do. Oh, I, I mean, that's that's just you putting what you expect. Have you ever asked one? Well, no, because they're not very intelligent, are they? Have you ever asked one? Why would I? 
Well, why don't we ask one right now? There's a kobold, like, off to the side by the door, just, like, shaking in his fucking boots. You, <laughs> sorry, excuse me, uh, yeah. sir, what's your name? Oh, my name is... Uh, it's not relevant. Come here, you oh, fucker. Yeah, I'm coming, miss, I'm coming. What? I have some questions for you, if you don't mind. And uh, answer honestly, because we'll whip you if you don't. This is very intense. What? What do you like doing best in the world? I... Uh, I like it a lot when I get to make the garden bed. You know, we really we plant the new flowers in the spring. You like flowers? Mm, it's nice. And they smell good. If you weren't here, working here, what would you like to do? Well, what do you mean? If I was... If you could do anything in the entire world and do whatever you like, no restrictions, what might you like to do? Oh, you mean, like, if I could go to the park on Sundays... Yes. I, you don't have a well, day I off mean, on Sundays? If, if Miss goes to the park, I go with her to hold her bag. You don't give your cobalts a day off? No, they don't need a day but off. Sorry, I mean, how, they don't need them with a day off. Like, idea. You know, we need Why them would they need servants them. Everybody need needs a the rest. You need a rest. They, I need a rest. They need a rest. They, get to, they go to bed and they it's have like a rest sleep. when they're in bed. I mean, what are you talking about, day off? Don't you think after a rest, for instance, you might feel more rejuvenated and able to do your job better? That's They're it. the same. That's why I don't, I mean, I don't keep them up 24-7, like... And our work is far, far more hard to deal with than some servant cleaning and gardening, and he's... he's oh, he's, why, yes, I get plenty of stuff. In that, in that case, why don't you trade, trade places for a day? No, fuck it. Fine. You're fired. You don't have a job. Go and oh, enjoy no, your no, poverty. No. Goodbye, bye-bye. Go, hey, go, go. No, you, said, you said nothing would happen to him. It's not happening to him anymore. I believe he doesn't have said any kind of role. You told him he couldn't lie. He didn't lie. Yeah, great. Now he's got his freedom. Well done, you. No, I... She's like, oh, no, no, I think this exercise has gone on long enough, ladies. You, Philippe, would you just go and uh, change... <laughs> you know what, Rachel, I just realised? I've lost my accent. <laughs> <laughs> Reginald, I've just realised we haven't gotten that bedchamber sorted out, so you can just go off and sort out the bedchamber. You don't need to be in the middle of this nonsense anymore. He goes, yes, miss, thank you, and runs away. These flights of fantasy. It's really ridiculous, really. Look, it's, I mean, we... breakfast conversation, for God's sake. Mummy? Yes, dear? Um, I wanted to ask you... What's up? Uh, are you going to be replacing the phoenix anytime soon? Reginald just sort of does that. <laughs> She's like, well, we'll get a new balloon when the time allows. I think Reginald has more important things to worry about with that council meeting coming up, but it's, it's on the agenda, but we'll see if you get any driving privileges. I suppose we've still got the principal matter of where is Timothy, what's he up to, and can you bring him to heel? Well, I was just thinking that, you know, we've got to replace the servants anyway, so I could go to the stockyards and see what there are, what's, what's on the market. You'll not be going balloon shopping when there's a crisis afoot, all right? You get your goddamn brother sorted out, you get your vows done, and we'll talk about perhaps getting the balloon. If you can set things straight, but you prove... No! It's not just... She's like, no, don't look at me, right? This is about accountability, child, you know? You can't just run a city if you're going to run a balloon into the ground and not, not deal with the consequences. Right? Get on it. Fine. 
Nakusha leans over and says, I'm so sorry you had to hear that. Oh, no, um, actually, um, so Elsie has, like, had the biggest, richest breakfast she's ever had and she's feeling kind of queasy. She's eaten, like, more than she has for a long time and she's... You're just stuffing pancakes in yeah, your pockets. She's, <laughs> and she looks around and she Gosh. sees there's just, like, gold <laughs> everywhere and, like, so much stuff, like, more than she's, like, ever seen before. This, like, super fancy house and this discussion about the the servants and everything she's just she's just needs to get out so she apologizes and says thank you for the breakfast and thank you for all your kindness i really appreciate it and then she just like high high tails high foots high tails oh, yeah. but Elsa, where are you going i need to i need some space i need to i i i need to go she just runs out nice a daft child uh yeah they sort of finish breakfast and task you with getting on what's mitochondria actually going to do next you know very much well i mean she's going to sulk in a bedroom and get sh- showered and changed for the day i mean she's, yeah. it's not fair it's not fair it's not my fault reginald is very much not in a letting you sulk mood it's like what are you going to do where are you going like what is the next move well i thought we'd go down to the stockyards and kid? replace the servants so the house could get let me worry about order. the household where do you think you can find your brother right that's your job Oh, I don't know. I barely know my brother, apparently. Uh, well, you'll go um, better learn. I um, hardly thought I knew you going uh, to a gnome rave. I mean, come on. I, say, I, 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 I can't. I, I'm going to a pie shop. I need a food. I'm going to eat my emotions. Right, well, that's at least something. Get together with this mugwort. She's at least got a head on her shoulders. Hey, <laughs> leave you to it. Elsie, uh, you're running. Mm-hmm. Sort of through the house. Give me an intelligence check to see if you can actually make it to the front door without getting lost. Oh, 16. Nice. nice. Plus uh, one. Should try and steal some shit on the way out. Yeah, you sort of managed to kind of figure out the main corridor and yeah. not get turned around by the giant-ass mansion. You see sort of one or two kobolds, you know, polishing this, that, and the other. There's an elven sort of maitre d' in the house mm-hmm. as well who kind of gives you a bit of a strange look as you storm on by. Uh, what's your next move? Well, I just get out the door and I just keep running all the way down the mountain. <laughs> run, run, Just run. like, you as know, in the movie, in the movies and there's like those scenes and there's like a, like a montage and everything's like rushing past you and yeah. like things are like spinning and stuff. And she's just like, what is the world? I don't understand. What is life? What are my dreams? Who is who? What is this? What is my family? What? 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 And she's just, just keeps like, but then she gets like, she gets like one kilometer and then she's like, fuck, I'm, that's like, her legs are small, so that's like a really long yeah. time. So she's like, okay. And you're all top heavy now because you've got powerful got arms. Huge arms. <laughs> so I keep falling over. I'm like, uh, oh, bleh, bleh, bleh. <laughs> so I get like kilometer down, which is Shit. probably to the end of the driveway. And then I'm like, I'm really tired now. Cool. Well, you managed to get at least back into the sort of like the main oh, good, market good. area. Close by. Um, where you can sort of get anywhere else in the city reasonably quickly. As I said, it's festival day two. It's probably still mid morning. Some. Being a sort of nighttime festival, half the city is still very much asleep and hungover, but some of the other stuff is starting to come to life. People are getting warmed up at the stadium and there's shit going on down by the river. Speaking of down by uh, Mrs. Mugwort, you get off the sort of train, which runs across the top of the middle wall that separates the lower city from the middle city. And sort of like your pie shop's quite nearby. Pop along. Papa's like, ah, I love getting down to this side of town and get on here much. Um, I mean, it is my side of town, but, you know, look forward to a pie. Yeah. Oh, well, obviously I'm going to give, like, 
him like a, like a good pie, like free of charge as well. Because like oh, he's really? he's he he hasn't almost murdered me <laughs> in uh, exploding hot air balloon. Yes. So he I did guess. throw the grenade. Yeah, <laughs> so, but <laughs> at least he got you. <laughs> he got you out. Yeah. So he's all right, and I want right. I want to like because he's met one of my sons. He's met the yeah. So I want to like introduce him to my other son, my other children who are working at the shop and be like, oh, this is. Hold on, let me just check my notebook. <laughs> <laughs> you get to the shop. So it's like, oh, it's because I think it's Abigail, yep. Jeremiah, yeah. and Jimothy. Cool. Who um, are all cooking today. Hell yeah. So. They're all sort of doing the last minute prep. They've kind of, they're there and they've got all the sort of boxes packed to then get up to the stadium because it's sort of a later later start. It's going to be sort of a midday trading day as the chariot races start. Uh, so they're all there and ready to go. And, oh my God, Mum, we got your message and we don't know what's going to happen and that balloon crash. I mean, crazy, right? Uh, I had like a near-death experience. So oh, I'm going to like, I'm going to hug like all my kids oh, and be like, I'm so happy Mom. that you guys are alive and I'm just, it's I'm just really emotional. Like I had a really rough 24 hours and like, I'm just, I'm just so proud of you kids. Yeah. So That's good. Crazy. And right now I through the door, slamming. Oh, before you do the that, door. can I can I roll the hug? Roll the hug roll again, hug. one more time. It's a five. Oh, weak <laughs> you are hug. weak, weak source. You try like you know, this is such a new experience for you, right? I show I show so my love in other ways. Um, so I kick open the door. Mrs. Mo- look, look what you've done. Look at this problem you've created for me. It's not fair. Look, you know more about my brother now than I never did. I don't know my brother at all, as far as I know. He's a complete stranger. And I, all I can think of is if I beat up enough servants, maybe Mitochondria. What? Sit down. <sighs> can I have a pie? You can have a pie Thank when you. the pies are done. Can I have a salmon pie? Yes, you can. All right. Okay. Look. But I wanted mitochondria. There's no point in getting upset. When there is a problem, you do not think about how you got to that problem. You think about how to fix it. So be up the servants until someone tells me something that I can use. That's one solution, yes, but a more productive solution may be trying to figure out where your brother might be so you can have a conversation with him. At this point, somebody comes running down the street. Uh, extra, extra, read all about it. Rat hoax, take city by storm. Hard fires on the wall, loose and wild. Extra, extra, come get your papers here. I know that thing. I think maybe that. that's like a segue to a clue or something. Uh, I'm going to like get one of my kids to like go out and grab like, yeah, a Yeah, Jeremiah runs papers. out and grabs a paper and comes back and you see um, a photo on the front is Lord Thickboy holding up a soggy, soggy sack covered in fur with a pair of, like, rat glasses on the front, which Elsie's not there, so she doesn't recognise it as her discarded costume. But essentially the article is... Thick Boy kind of urging the people to stay calm that there was an amusing hoax played last night. A bunch of people thought they were attacked by rat people, which is a total conspiracy. They were clearly in disguise, as Fake this news. clearly demonstrates they found a costume near the scene and that this is just nothing more than a, I mean, still a terrible act of vandalism and criminal behaviour. 
by an unknown perpetrator and this sort of supposed violet monk is nothing more than a rogue who'll be uh, brought to justice, but that the citizens should feel safe and that the festival will continue uninterrupted. And he sort of closes on a please come to the races and everyone enjoy ourselves as the lords gather to enjoy the time. Yes. Was Timothy dressed in the Violet Monk costume he when he broke into the party? Absolutely. He was. He was okay, in cool. Full costume. All right. So I think the question we have to ask ourselves now is, uh, is the Lord, is Lord Thickboy in on it or dumb? Well, I mean, it could be both. It could be both. He could be both in on it and dumb. Shall we beat it out of him and find out? Or what could be more effective is you know your brother better than anyone. You grew up with him. I used where, to think so. Where is he likely to be? Where is he likely to go? Or alternatively, where is the last place you think he'd want to go? Well, I mean... I know he used to like this really, it was a dive of a tavern. It was like the place where all the slumlords used to hide from because it was so disgusting. Some of the servants used to hang out there. It was gross. And he used to, you know, hide from the family whenever he got in trouble. Right. So that's one good place to to go and look. What was that place called? The Slumlord's Tavern. Nice. Cool. All right. And Just putting it on the map. <laughs> Is that on? Is that on this? On the east bank, but on the Dragonborn side of the city, sitting near the Low Market. Right. Um, yeah. Okay, so that's one place to look. He might go there. Well, I don't know. What, like, like costume shops that sell purple clothes. I, I, I think we both know he made that himself. Well, it wasn't the best costume I've ever seen. Well, that really speaks for the fact that he made it himself. And uh, that urchin child, Elsie, she was talking about a cistern the other Aye. day that Peter Piper... Peter Piper's here. Hey, I forgot guys, he's what's here going again. on? We keep talking about you like you're not here. Hey, you know, I'm just chilling. <laughs> Is I'm he just following chillin'. us all the way? Where? I, I've got he, no house, man. <laughs> he stayed with me and my son Actually, last night. Actually, you know night what? I, should, I just forgot. I'm just supposed to be announcing the festival so i got i mean i won't be able to hang out with you all day but i you know Look, i can just show up i'm probably, the vocalist i don't got equipment or anything <laughs> i just got to be there by midday you know that, you know that's probably for the best we do keep forgetting you're here and talking around you <laughs> that's all right well, you know what it's, i like i like watching you guys have a conversation you got a great dynamic have i got a game uh, am i involved in any of the games that are I'll today see, uh your thing was the melee today it's the chariot races oh so, yeah i'm not doing um, that i will say that one of your Dad didn't let me drive those um, either. Uh, Rival slash crushes, like the the favorite child of the Sunfang house is kind of one of the favorites to win the chariot Mm. race. But it's, yeah, you're not signed up or anything. Where are they? Where are you guys at the moment? At the pie shop. The pie shop. Can um, Elsie... She's been sprinting this whole time. (laughs) Elsie's been running, but can she just like hop on the back of like a cart or something and be like, just like going through the town being like, why do I exist? And things And then she sees like, she's like in this like little... existential crisis and she sees the pie shop and she's like oh this is mugwort so she jumps off and she comes in how so, convenient she also bursts through the door and i'm like everyone wants to fucking like what is my life who is what why do we have these levels yeah you're also Elsa, sort of possibly welcome back. Uh, fingering that amulet in your pocket and you also remember what peter piper said about the warlocks of the lake and you know that mugwort's is near the gate which gets you to the docks i'm sorry yeah, she's so doing kinda, what to the amulet she's fingering it right come on guys Get your minds out of the gutter. <laughs> Get it back in the we, mugwort. In, in, in this episode, we've established that gnomes have a dick outlook for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like... And now mitochondria must masturbate in order to lay on hands. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Only on yourself. <laughs> yes. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll get to how it works on other people later. <laughs> 
There's a, yeah. Oh. So, yes, Elsie, you arrive at the pie shop. It is closing on noon. I'll say, Piper's like, I'll have my pie and uh, excuse myself. I probably have to find, I've got to change of clothes at the, in the dressing room, so I'll be fine. It's like a velvet wraparound suit or something. Absolutely. With sparkles. Yeah, I've got some really great, like, sequined It's uh, got, tights. like, fringe, but in, like, not places you'd expect. Like, yeah. it's the middle of the back oh, and, like, sweet. around, fringe, like, around the knees and off the nipples. Fringy nipples. Tassels on the, on the knees is absolutely all the rage right now. You know, me is the tits of the legs. (laughs) (laughs) That's like the advertising campaign they have. Like, and just everything is the tits of the something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Elbows, tits of the arms, (laughs) tits, tits of the The nose is the tits of the face. (laughs) No, eyes are clearly the eyes are clearly the tits of the face. Gosh, come on, who are you? Fuck, (laughs) Um. it's just evolved so quickly. Everybody knows that the segue is the tits of the podcast. What are you guys doing? Ah, <laughs> uh, so I walk in and see them, and I'm filled with a feeling of uh, anger, anger inside myself. Are you angry at me? Sniffed. Pause. I'm conflicted. Yeah. When I come up with an idea that is too intelligent for my character to come up with, mm. what the fuck do I do? What the fuck do you do? You've kind of just got to decide if, it, if it's too God smart it. for you to do you just gotta What's hold yourself idea? back you can also just say i well, feel I, like i want to go to the games and like be a sneaky sneak and follow the thick boy and thick see boy. if he, he will be meets very much with timothy but she has no wisdom nor intelligence worthy of yeah. that idea average well your intelligence is like slightly above average you're not actually stupid right you've got bonus to intelligence yeah you've and got a flat s- you've wisdom. got all your smarts in your muscles so you're not <laughs> you haven't got penalties to any of your intellectual stats which is important it means you're not okay. stupid right zero is an average oh okay right all and, right and, well and as there. an average so, citizen i guess you can come yeah, up with that That's your okay. strength and constitution are actually titanic you're almost herculean oh okay but all right uh, i just picture her as a dumbass yeah relative but, to your muscles your brain isn't we that did have that fresh. whole conversation about you being dumb you're so kind of like colored kind of yeah. now but and that works like metagaming that works for me as well because it gets you out of the way so i can go do the monk stuff with elsie yeah um uh, all right she wants to do the warlock bits cool and Warlock I'm not stuff, sneaky yeah. sneak at all, so having not having Elsie not here yeah. is going to completely foil us all. It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you can kind of, like, follow by just being there, like... Yeah, lots noble. of people very, follow around Thick in. Boy. Like, he has, like, a whole fans. ensemble. Right. Yeah, I can be a fangirl. Um, um, weed. Uh, I, I got an idea. I, I, I kind of want to go to the games. Um, Mrs. Mugworts, I... Can I take your pie to go? Is that all right? Yeah, no, that's fine. In fact, it comes in its own pastry casing, so you can carry it easily. Oh, it's a genius yes. piece of food. It's by yeah. design. I invented it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, mitochondria is... um. She she gives she gives Elsie a cuddle, and, and she, she sort of... Does Elsie accept the cuddle? She can't really refuse. She doesn't have she's like when you try and put the cat in the box. Yeah. Bigger than her. No choice. She's like, uh, I will endure. <laughs> endure. And, 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 and a, a kind of give a nod to, I don't really know how to, to you're not really a friend. You're like a mother figure that hates me. So I'm just going to nod and I think I just smile. I think I'm now of the opinion that you just haven't gotten the right kind of discipline. So I, I like, uh-huh. I've, I've cooled off a little bit and I'm like, okay, well, your parents are, are either too forgiving or too harsh and you need you need constructive criticism. So like before you go and I'm wrapping up the pie, I give you a little slice of cheese and I'm like, because I know your plan. I'm like, okay, you need to like, you know, don't 
don't let your temper get the better of you. Like, follow him carefully. Anything, any information you have, don't run off half-cocked. Come back and tell us so we can do it all properly. Don't get yourself hurt. Like, right. full, like, mom, kids going to the first day of school routine. Yeah. She actually responds pretty well to that. And and she'll take a package and skip down the road like a little girl. Yeah. Chicken, 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 chicken. mail skipping. Warhammer on one hand, lunch pail on the other. Six-foot <laughs> dragonborn in a pink shirt. <laughs> Hell yeah. You go off to the games, you all go down to the docks to see if you can get a ride to the Warlock's place. Okay. Before we go, I want to pack like a container of what I know are like their favorite pies because they're oh, yeah. customers. So I'm like, nice. oh, well, you know, um, uh, Hernia. <laughs> see you now. <laughs> Who, uh, uh, he really likes yeah. like a good chicken pie and yeah. uh, uh, Erasmus, he, he likes the, the beef with a little bit of mushroom and stuff like that. and. Do and your food potatitas likes vegetable? Uh, you set up some pies for the warlocks and trussle on down. You guys cross through the lower city gate and approach the West Bank docks. It's quite a busy day, obviously, as uh, the festival's getting going in the middle city. There's a little less foot traffic on the ground. However, there's still plenty going on. Trade and storage and shipments and fishing has still happening. It's probably about wrapping up the fish market because it's all sort of happening in the early morning. And you spot Mrs. Mugwort as you approach the dock, a familiar spot- figure okay. in... Uh, light green. I thought you were saying, well, for a second you were saying that I spotted Mrs. Mugwort, and I'm like, what? <laughs> Plot twist, there's a clone of me. Uh, so I spot one of my warlock you friends. You spot one of your warlock friends kind of sitting. There's a little oddly shaped barge that you know that they use. They kind of live on the water. They have like houseboats, essentially, on this big lake. Do I pick which warlock it is? I will roll... It is Erasmus. Oh, Unfortunately, it's Erasmus. the one with the least silly name. <laughs> um, so Erasmus was the one that liked uh, beef and mushroom. Yes, very good. So I walk up and I'm like, oh, Erasmus, I haven't seen you in the shop for ages. Oh, How nice to see you down here. <laughs> he gives uh, you this, like, fixed grin, very wide eyes. I'm just going to, like, match his intensity. And I'm like, oh, Erasmus, I'm so excited to see you. I'm uh, I'm doing something quite new this year. Yes. Normally, as you know, I'm, I'm always in the shop uh, when the festival is on, making sure everyone gets wonderful pies. But I thought this year, you know, the kids, they're mostly grown up. <gasps> I'll, uh, I'll let How them run the, the shop. Kids? Oh, wonderful. Yes, so many. Yes, it's you know it's it it can be hard to keep track of them, but I have an Excel spreadsheet. Oh, good, good, good. And there are uh, you know we love spreadsheets. It's such a good way to keep track of everything. You know, I just made this binder. He pulls out a little uh, like ledger that he's got. It's like this is all the people that I know and what they're good at. That is so efficient. There's like a whole page of like Mrs. Mugwort, what the pies are. He's got, got a list of what all of the warlocks like in case he needs to do an or, like a bulk order for the house. Uh, I'm like I'm like going full mom. I'm like reading it like a like a um, when a kid presents you with yeah. like a picture. It's like oh that's wonderful. <laughs> oh you know if I could put that on my fridge I would like that's oh, just wonderful. I was actually so I'm trying a new thing where I'm going oh, yes. out and I'm giving some of my 
best customers free pies just free. to celebrate <gasps> the festival. And so what I take out I take out the, the beef and mushroom one and yeah. I give it to Erasmus. Oh. It's got like a little E on the top for Fuck Erasmus. Yes. He fucking scoffs it immediately. He's very happy. And I want to ask him about the warlock thing that i'm looking into if he knows anything if he's heard anything because he's got this whole binder and yes. he's so well connected because he's so friendly <laughs> warlock thing violet violet monk do you mention the violet monk specifically yes. it's like this is a very very exciting time to see all of these things happening i mean violet monk don't know if i really like the idea of violet monk he's very anti-social you know he's got all these kind of weird ideas we want everybody to be together and have fun and just have a good time all the time but you know sorry what were you saying uh, um do you know where he is do currently I know <laughs> do i know where he is currently uh, on a nine, no. <laughs> Does he say that in character? Like, he's like <laughs> okay, he nine. He just he like flips to like stop. page nine of the book, and it's yeah. like it's like no known location. No known location. He hangs around a lot in the poor quarter. Uh, however, we could go to the pool. And what would we do at the pool? We would look and see your deepest desires, of course. Would that, and that would help me find... Well, if your true desire was to find the Violet Monk, then you would see. I suppose it can't hurt. How far away is it? It's on the... He motions to this distant, floating, kind of barge house. We could go. It's no problem. All right. Uh, Especially for such a valuable member of the community, such as yourself. Uh, Elsie, would you like to, to go see your deepest desires in a pool? Um, sure. Sounds you, great. You're really having a bit of an existential crisis at the moment, so it might help you <laughs> centre you. yourself. Yes, that was perfect timing, actually. It's random coincidence. Very good. He pulls out an amulet from his pocket and puts it on. Elsie, you notice the and same I'm like, what? <laughs> identical design to the one you are carrying. Hey, hey warlock, man. Yes. What is that thing on your neck? It is the symbol of our patron. Your patron? What's a patron? The spirit... In the lake, to whom we pray, who gives us our powers oh. and our knowledge and our wondrous gifts. What does it do? It helps us remember that they are helpful to us. Helps us connect to them, hear their whispers. A whisper. Uh, a whisper. Yes, a whisper. That is definitely what I said <laughs> and what we're going with. I love it's it. Like, it's like a whisper, but it's only you can hear, so they don't even need to be quiet. It's like, really, what? Of course. <gasps> Did you hear a voice but just then? Yes. Oh. I'm quite interested. Can I hear voices? How do I hear a voice but? Why don't you come to our house and find out? The house or the pool or both? The, ha- the pool is in the house. Oh, indoor pool. Of course. It's like a little, it's a place that's in the middle. It's like our sanctuary. It's very exciting. <gasps> oh. Yes. And Elsie's like, I'm not going to tell him about the amulet because I like it. I don't want to give it back if it's his. <laughs> yeah. is, is the spirit of the lake called the Painted Lady? <laughs> Avatar reference. No, I'm not going to get into that. Um, this is the Lake Polar, the West Lake. So the two lakes are bipolar? <laughs> I'll show myself that. <laughs> uh, Faye and Polar. Uh, and you are at Lake Polar, the West Lake. He lets you on the barge. He's like, oh, yes. thanks to your delicious pie, I won't even charge you for the ferry. Oh, lovely. Yes. And, of course, uh, children who are precocious enough ride free. On we go! So it means if it's an unprecocious child, it's like, mm, no, you're dumb. Oh, yes. <laughs> Two shillings. Does the boat just, like, 
go by itself. He just gets like on no and just starts moving towards magic. the thing. But you're, you're a child and you're too dumb, it just won't start. <laughs> <laughs> Only those with imagination and real drive, you know? <laughs> that's I, what drives the boat. That's what drives the boat. <laughs> I, 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 I have drive and... Oh, yes? I, I, I want to hear the whispers. Please. I'm so excited. You hear a voice behind you go, Yay! And I'm like, what? There's nothing there. Elsie's like, what the hell is happening? I'm going uh, through an existential crisis, and I'm, like, getting all excited. Can we just have a moment where I can just laugh? Yeah. Yeah, you can out loud. Laugh out loud. It helps Please. with it. Otherwise, it just seems weird and awkward. Yeah. voice perfect. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you just, like, overpronounced whisper, um. and it's like, it's a voice per now. <laughs> I love it. Because I think it perfectly describes it, right? It's a voice bump. That's so good. It's like a voice whispering. Mitochondria. You arrive at Mitochondria. Mitochondria. Powerhouse. The powerhouse of the party shows up at the gate to the great arena. There are some uh, halflings kind of checking tickets and letting people through. And uh, one of them notices you as you walk up and goes, Oh, milady, milady, please, please, the side gate. Come, come. Hey, thank you. Yes. Will you be uh, in the in the Lord's box today? Well, um, I, I, um to I'll, I'll sit in the box right now. Uh, can I ask, uh, has, has, has Lord? Uh, thick boy uh, shown up here. Thick boy, of course, of course. You know, thick boy has been here since the crack of noon. Could you uh, send him a glass of wine on my behalf? <gasps> he will be most appreciative indeed. Yes, thank you so much. Ma- make oh it my, my good stock. The good stuff. The good stuff. The good stuff. <clears throat> yes, of course. Oh, thank you. You're looking at me funny. What's the problem? Nothing, nothing. I'm off. <laughs> he runs away. Um, Little Sprite's getting really fucking confident with his asking for coin on my behalf. So halflings do expect to be tipped. So you see your family's box is one of the nine great boxes along the top of the stadium. Currently empty. You know that, uh, of course, your father and mother are due to be here in an hour or so. And you kind of got the run of the place. There are some nice snacks and some good seats. And Lord Thick Boys is kind of across a bit, say three or four down the line. Okay. Um, he is yeah one of the nine. So. So I see you know if I can um, sort of give him a cheeky little wave as the wine is being delivered. Um, I will say that this place is like a hundred, hundred and fifty feet across. Oh, so it's so it's not like it's not like see. opera boxes where you yeah, can like cool. wave to each other. You'd have to like really make it fucking obvious. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm not going to do that. up and sound. Thick boy. Thick boy. <laughs> Yo. I mean, I will say, like, probably the, the wine gets in, and if you're sort of visible, you know, in your shiny chain armor, they possibly do see him kind of raising it. All right, cool. Um, they've probably got little flag- oh, flags. Fuck it, you know, he's got <laughs> one of the servants rave, waves a big red flag. It's at- just semaphore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, if you hang around, a bowl of grapes summarily arrives in response. Uh, it's... Well, thanks, I guess. It's, uh, just, it's say, just wine, but yeah. shitter. It's, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for say, your healthy snack. Uh, they're very decadent, great chocolate-covered grapes. How's oh, that's that? better. Chocolate-covered Dusted grapes. Dusted gold. Oh, I'll do that, um, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, like, dragons probably. I'm like, a dragonborn. What the hell? Um, yeah. Bacon-wrapped shrimp. They have, yes. Are they the Bacon kind of grapes where there's so much... They, they send around food, but there's so much, like, fancy stuff on it, it just doesn't taste good anymore. <laughs> but it's expensive. Yes, yeah. it tastes expensive. Um, so Gold yes. leaf chocolate covered grapes. So you've got that going on. You're sort of ensconced. Oh, I'm just going to watch him and, you know, half an eye on the games because it's interesting and fun. But 
I'm just going to keep half an eye on him, and uh, at the uh, I plan on at the end of the games just sort of sneakily watching him as he goes away and following him as he goes. Cool. Yeah, you sort of notice that. Uh the first round is kind of happening. Obviously, it's like kind of the day at the races kind of thing. There are going to be several events throughout the day, minor races, some sort of random wooden spoon events before the main thing is supposed to kick off just before dusk. So as the lights change in the sky, the victor can be crowned and then the general festivities of the evening can kick on. And you notice as this first round finishes, you see down in the arena the race is going on Elura Sunfang another dragonborn of your sort of neighbouring rival house the yellow house with this sort of deep tan golden brown scales probably one of these people who's like five or six years older than you so they've always been somebody who's really like you've kind of looked up to and they've kind of kind of noticed you kind of not really and she wins her race and it's all fucking cheers and bobs and you notice yes thick boy <laughs> raising up on his palanquin and being uh towed off uh would you like to make a stealth roll you i'm going to sneaky sneak spot him being kind of taken to the lower portion much um, like sure <laughs> where's the d20 <laughs> um thank you much like the say coliseum of rome there's a 19. whole under under area fuck yeah Stealth is a dexterity skill, so... All right, so dexterity plus one, so I'll get a 20. 20. Dirty 20 is heaps good. You sort of, you're chilling, you're not moving too fast. Mugwort's kind of voice ringing in your ears, you know, keeping it chill, keeping a good distance. You're important enough that anybody who does see you just kind of does the deferential turn and doesn't engage you if you don't engage them first. And he kind of goes down into the under area and is sat down and a basically like private show of belly dancing ensues or you see a few sort of like scantily clad women coming into the um room that he's taken into you probably don't enter the room because that would be a bit too obvious a little bit just women or is it an Um, equal opportunity belly dancing uh hang on is there just like one 50 year old guy in the corner being like (laughs) (laughs) uh 45 thick boy is a real like ladies man he is a little bit of everything. Oh. Um, you do see it's still predominantly female, but there are like one or two like tokens, slightly androgynous um, male specimens in there. You think perhaps it's, I don't know, it's kind of an event. You see like half a dozen people in that sort of bathrobe kind of walk in and then some music starts playing and you're just kind of chilling out. Halfling comes up and goes, can I get you anything, my lady? Grapes. <laughs> Uh, I was I was kind of wondering if um if any of those pretty ladies over there was um interested in having maybe a conversation. <gasps> oh, of course, Miss Hartfire. You can. Uh, I t- I mean, of course, I won't interrupt her, his lordship, thick boy. Oh, no, but no. After they come out, I will certainly send them your way. Where shall I? I'll wait around the corner here, if that's all right. Oh, I'm just going to hang out and eat. I've, I've brought a pie, so I'll, I'll just munch it here. Cool. I brought my lunch. I'm just I going to my have lunch. it. He's sort of... Uh, I'm going to get you to make a deception check. Yeah, or a persu- I'll let you make a persuasion check, because you're not necessarily trying to outright lie right now. <laughs> Two. He's like... 
fuck is this? Secret <laughs> cog's kind of ticking in his head as you're like this noble person. He's kind of, give, him, give him some money. Give him the pie. Yeah, you asking for I'm not a, a rogue. Is right. totally like okay, but just like hanging out in the corner, I'm just eating a pie. I'm just chilling. And not just having her sent directly to your room is kind of it's, awkward. it's your fetish. Honestly, <laughs> it's your fetish. Eating a pie and watching people belly dance is your thing. And he says, "Look, I wouldn't want a." Uh, a lady of your standing just waiting around in the corridors. You should really, I mean, a room or your box or... Well, I don't... Perhaps uh, we could well, go and visit the uh, gladiators' uh, I, ready room. I just <laughs> I just don't want my girlfriend to know. Is that all right? <gasps> oh, we're being risque, are we? A little bit. Ooh, okay, okay. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, why don't you just sit, step into the room next, next door? All right, but don't tell anyone. I don't want anyone to know. You can rely on my discretion. He puts his hand out. All right. Give him a silver. Give him some grapes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, very good. And he lets you into this room. There's a few little private sort of ready rooms and sort of areas with little lockers and... Hand sanitizer by the front door. (laughs) Can I I hear anything from the room next door? You can hear there's like, there's a bit of a... I'm going to say, yeah, there's a bit of a duo, like a, 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 a hand drum and a harp kind of duo providing a little bit of a rhythmic. And that's, yeah, going on. And you can hear uh, every now and then you can hear Thick Boy's distinctive <laughs> through the walls. Uh, do you want to make an insight check? Natural 15. Hell yeah. Where is inside? It is under wisdom, which is zero. So it's natural 15. Natural 15. Yeah, you don't pick up on anything untoward. You think this is literally just him having a private show, having a jolly time. Uh, Let us return to Mugwort and Elsie. The barge pulls up on this place. You notice it's quite an odd establishment. It's a sort of floating house. It's quite a large place, you would say rivals mitochondria's house in terms of size, although there's probably quite a few more people living here. And uh, Erasmus kind of steps off the boat and, of course, Hernia comes out to greet them and goes, Hernia! I didn't realise that before. Ah, you have brought guests! How exciting! You should have told us we would have made snacks. That's okay, Hernia. You're one of my best customers. And this is I was telling Erasmus. I, I'm sharing the love this this festival Ooh. day. So here's a here's a free pie for you, free. one of my best customers. And gets the uh, the chicken chicken, the chicken pot, pie. Chicken yes. pie. So I, he gobbles that up. He says, I hope you're adding this to the to the binder, Erasmus. He's like, Of course, I'm making notes as we speak. Free pie on delivery. I mean what do you know? This is a real good opportunity for you. I like this angle. It's a real entrepreneurial spirit. We should, you know, we could get this going, you know, maybe like try and uh, get a grant. I don't know. It's fine. There's so much to find, isn't there? What do you need? He says. Uh, well, Erasmus was telling Elsie and I, this is my friend Elsie. <gasps> she's, she's very cute. enthusiastic. Tussles your hair. I'm like, she's feisty. She's had a rough 24 hours. We we both have, actually. We're trying to find uh, uh, the Violet Monk. (gasps) We have to ask him a couple of questions. He's been doing some things that... We heard uh, wondrous stories of fires and rats. He's been up to a lot, and we want to confirm why. 
course, of course. We, of we course. know, we love to learn, we, as you can understand. We heard you have a, a pool, a oh, pool that we can look in. Oh, you went in the pool. Very good. The pool. Okay, okay, okay. Pool. The well, pool. as you know, the uh, spirit of the lake is <laughs> wise and very precocious. I've been called that word before, really? too. Oh, how marvellous. I don't quite know what it means, but, you know, I know most things. <laughs> it means one knows what they want and will not balk at a simple challenge or, or perhaps, I suppose, perceived state of not being allowed to ask for it, shall we say. That was a complicated explanation, but let's continue. Andy! So we'd, we'd like to have a look in this... Uh, in the pool. Yes. <sighs> and the pool. And we pool. have... Um, I, I also, before mm-hmm. it, you know, it goes bad, it's been in my bag for a little while, I also have a, p- a pie for my uh, my other favourite customer. Uh, oh, yes. I didn't name this one. This was Ashley. Ashley did. I did write it. Uh, I got Potititus. Potititus. Oh, okay. yeah, sorry, sorry. Potititus. Potititus. Is, is, is she around? Oh, she is, in fact, attending to the pool as luck would have it. Oh, oh beautiful. What a yes. nice coincidence. So we, can, we can kill two stones with one bird. Very good. Onwards, shall we go? Yes. Mrs. Yes, Mugwort yes, 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 just yes, 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 herself a little bit because she's just so surprised. <laughs> I just really wasn't expecting that. I'm an older lady. I have a great pelvic floor. <laughs> oh, it's Mrs. You're right. Do you need anything? We can get you an uh, adult diaper or something like that. We're no, very that, accepting That's, that's fine. Here. I don't wear any underpants, so I just like move. Ah, I just pick up my skirts good. and move forward. Very good. Bit of a bit of a gnomish flair there. It's called the, it's called the drip and wipe. <laughs> drip, and wipe. <laughs> drip and wipe. It's secretly breakfast wherever I go. Oh, lovely. They lead you in. You sort of, uh, this house is a sort of squarish kind of architecture. There's lots of nice, nice green sort of flags. All the lamps are in this light, bright chartreuse green flare. And you sort of open the doors and it's a r- honestly just a real mess inside. It's a bit of a hoarder's nest. There's lots of like tables full of books and scrolls and trinkets. And you spot attendants poking around just like looking for stuff piles and piles of newspapers you know from like years decades even as they lead you through this kind of warren you pass little kitchens bedrooms and spits and pieces and then an ominous kind of basement door gets (laughs) creaked open and uh hernia goes uh titus we have visitors and the voice yells up oh great bring them down immediately just out of like out of character for a second, I'm like convinced they're cannibals now. <laughs> I just got like that cannibal one way vibe. to find out. Uh, <laughs> or, uh, per, sorry, Hernia gives you the lead. Yeah, all right. So I'm gonna walk down, but I'm gonna put like Elsie like just in front of me so I can keep an eye on her. Yeah. So like, but like not too far ahead that if something happens, I can't like pull her back and like that's very nice, nice. keep an eye on her because she's a kid and i'm a mom yeah so like what she's in front or behind sorry like, i'm like, slightly in front slightly up in front good. so i can like either way i can like turn Fuck and like yeah. cover her or whatever um, nice so the first few steps are a bit dark uh however you sort of notice a is there a handrail glass like yes so the code yeah so it's actually like impeccably up to code despite the inherent clutter um every ohs precaution has been accounted for in this oh, place of course oh. it's all written down carefully in the, in binder. the binder there is there is a watch this space sticker as you sort of go through the door there's like a little sort of beam uh, at the bottom of the steps but it's been painted in you know red and 
uh, yellow stripes so that you're uh, very aware for the tall folk who come through. Of course, you guys are short folk. We have one on the floor. <laughs> Watch the floor. You sort of get down this corridor. It is a uh, still a wooden room, I suppose, floating house, um, not so much stone. There's this broad glow this chartreuse green it's a little bit sort of uneasy it's very vibrant it's very vibrant um (laughs) it's it's the color it's the color in between yellow and green when you mix yellow and green get that real vibrant lime kind of color and you go into this place and it's ringed by these lanterns with this light green glass in it and there is a wide pool and a gnomish lady with like you know those like wild 90s pigtails where it's like there's like Ten of them, they're all braided out. Uh, kind of turns around immediately and goes, Oh, welcome, welcome. How are you? Please come in. I, I go in and I, I do the whole spiel again, giving away pies, festival day, give her the, they're very happy. the vegetable pie. Yeah, and as um, Mrs. Muckworth's doing that, Elsie being inquisitive little shit that she is, she's she and a kid, she like walks up to the Wait, confirm. Yeah. <laughs> Do you agree in naming the, her that? Confirm. We are in the same room as a pool, right? Yes. You're yeah, in yeah the pool perfect. Just chamber. checking out. I hadn't misunderstood. Um, so she walks up to like the edge of the, the pool, and you know when kids are like, they do it and they like stick their toe in. Yeah. And then she's like, pulls it out. And she was like, I will say it's like a fountain where it's like up on a level. You can sort of like. So I can't stick my. You can okay, put your hand. So you can dip a finger in. It's like one of these like um, petting pools. You know, when you go to the aquarium and oh, all the starfish and okay. shit. Oh, in my head it was like a, okay, now I ground. Yeah, yeah. So she like gets a hand and she's like slowly reaching, <laughs> reaching to put her little finger in the pool. Just before you get there, Pony yeah. goes, hang on now. Hang on now. Yeah, I go up and like I pull um, Elsie back a little bit, and I'm like, maybe not touch things. We don't know what they are. She says, this is very exciting, and we're very happy to have you here, but first, I'm afraid the pool demands something precious. Um, if you want to see what you truly want, you have to be willing to give. Well, I, I packed a pie for myself for the trip back, so I put one of my pies in the water. I just like drop it in there. <laughs> it's like, glug, 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 glug. Cool, you drop your special pie. Um... It's very delicious. The crust is exactly the way I like it. It hits the water and just kind of floats there. And Potitidas kind of looks at it quizzically and goes, I mean, your pies are wonderful. And they're, I'm sure you didn't an, make this for yourself. Ex- but... they're, they're an expression of myself. Oh, dear. They're how I communicate with the world through cooking. Wow. That's, that's so deep. got really soulful. What's it? Why is this pie so special then? Uh, it was the um, this recipe for this particular type of pie is a recipe that my grandmother taught me. So it, the recipe only exists in um, in my own brain, and I make all the dough myself. And I, you know, I get my kids to like mix some of it together and like lay it out and roll it. But it's really, it's really the only thing that I put out in the world and I say this is me this is this is Secret who I am ingredient is love Elsie you hear from behind your shoulder again a voice going oh <laughs> as the pie begins sizzling in the water and it sort of like sinks and evaporates like a in flower pops smoke. up <laughs> and it's one with the pool she goes wow yeah that's really that's really cool yeah it's deep I'm sure the spirit of the lake will love that it's a good pie what about you Elsie was it Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm nothing but a street urchin. I have nothing. Of course. 
You know what? Those who have nothing often have the most to give. Check your pockets. Uh, um, you just cut up a clump of hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I, 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 uh, well, if, if I must, I, I, I have... Squeak, squeak. Oh. <laughs> I actually forgot about the mouse. I knew you'd do that. <laughs> uh, um, I have a gold coin. I, I can give you a gold coin. I don't have very many because I'm an uh, oh. urchin, but you can have it. If you think uh, it's truly precious, you uh, can put it in the I pool. Pick it up and drop it in the pool. It plonks onto the surface of the water and just sits there for a bit. She goes, tell me about this coin. What does it mean? Well... If I have coins, I can have food. And if I have food, I survive. The end. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. I mean, you're not wrong. Life is valuable. And the coin just kind of plonks through the water. No special effects. Why didn't it do the fancy, fancy thing? You know, we can't really know the ladies. There wasn't as much flavour text. We, we We can't know her intentions. Well, what about... Me, I'm precious to myself. What if I go in the pool? Can I come out? Um, that's... I, un- n- I don't know. Um, I, like, hold Elsie from, like, you know, like, um, when you, you're, holding, you're hugging a kid and you're holding them, like, um, with your arm across the back of their shoulders, yeah. and I'm just, like, I just casually put my arm around. I'm like, I don't think we need to do that, Elsie. <laughs> well, I don't want to know my deepest desires anyway. Whatever. To you. <laughs> <laughs> um, this voice goes, you tell her, kid. I was like, thanks, voice. It's the whisper. Thanks, whisper. But she just goes, right. I hear them. I don't. I would like to know my deepest desire, because I'm pretty sure I know what that is. And right. if it's not, then I know what else it could be, so it's not really a wasted trip. Please. Look. I'm going to look in the thing. I'm going to look in a position that, like, if I get mesmerized, I'm not going to, like, fall <laughs> over. Like, I'm like, to fall into the I'm like... Structurally sound. Hmm. What do you see? The pool ripples and bubbles for a moment. Smoke comes off the top, and eventually an image crystallizes. What is Mugwort's true desire? Ah, uh, well, I think for the purposes of progressing the plot, I want to see what the yes, violet monk go to is. Bed. <laughs> but uh, my character would probably see my shop basically the way it is, but a hundred percent mine like no um like danger of it being taken away no like because i imagine it's in quite a like when i first got the shop it was in like kind of rundown part of town but as the city built up it's now like it's like gentrified it's been gentrified Hmm. so like i make a lot of money but also like every couple of months people are like oh sell me your shop and i get fucked so like i'm kind of like imagining it like but like a little bit nicer and a bit spruced up and like it's just packed with my kids like they're all in there and they're all working together and it's just lovely and and wholesome kumbaya (laughs) yeah just singing like lovely dwarven songs and we're having a lovely time as you're seeing this image it's all very wonderful and rosy and you see this you get this real great feeling as you see this thing and know that it's possible there's a pulse that you kind of feel in the back of your neck as the hairs raise and this violet tinge creeps into the edge of the vision. You see your kids kind of leaving one after the other. Eventually some real stern looking high elf comes along and basically just hands you 
a letter demanding that you pay a stupendous amount in back taxes. And there's like orders of suspension for like supporting illegal causes and things like that, all sorts of going on. And the closed sign <laughs> over the door. Um, how, what is your reaction to this image? I'm like completely stoic, but there's like a single, tear. like a single tear. And like, I just like stand up like slowly. Um, right. I think I know what I have to do. And that's where we'll end our session. Murder. Thank you for listening to Cerulea. I'm Damien Ashcroft. Please thank the cast, Elizabeth Savage, Ashley Bletchenden, and Carolina Furman. Remember to check out the Instagram on Cerulea Podcast and get amongst all the juicy gubbins if you want to have a look at what the amulet looks like. There'll be a drawing of that up there. And otherwise, catch us next week as we find out how this festival comes to its end. I'm going to murder your brother. (laughs) You're not taking my shop from me. (laughs) Shop is my life. Right, once again, thank you for listening to Cerulea. Please leave a review if you like this show or an indie podcast. So that word of mouth is really so valuable to us in growing this project and bringing new adventures, new cast members and all the good stuff. We've got both Instagram and Patreon running for the extra content. You can find that by typing in Cerulea podcast or one word on those platforms. This is Damien. Ashcroft, your dungeon master, and I'll see you next week.